Hello, good people, and welcome to this is apparently episode ten of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Yeah, we're going back in time. Yeah, back in time, which will make sense with next week's episode. Spooky. Oh, I know it's creepy, but I'm Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. Good afternoon. And with me is Ben Wilson. Happy Cup Day off. Um, and we haven't had Ben on a while. Um, not since I think the uh, that one where Ben ah. all those. Uh, sorry, where the American uh, beers. Yes. <laughs> American beers. But today is a little different because today is um, in Melbourne, it is, I guess, everywhere. It's Melbourne Cup Day, technically. But um, for Melbournians, it's a day off. For everyone else, it's kind of a lazy day. Um, it kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't. I mean, it is essentially a day off for a horse race. We'll take it. Yeah. It's got to be day. Everyone else complains about it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah that's, that's, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's like, I really, I'm really happy to have like a day off, yeah. and I took yesterday off. I've got a four week, a four day weekend. I, I don't want to think about what it's for. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. animal <Right>. cruelty. Yes, <laughs> tiny people in um, colourful outfits whipping horses for the pleasure of drunks. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> However, one of the things we decided to do is because obviously we're not at the Melbourne Cup, believe it or not. Um, this would be really awkward to record at the Melbourne Cup. Recording live from the yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, rubbing shoulders and then it's sort of like, who are you? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like last year. <laughs> oh, you were there last year. I was there in the James Bogues tent. Yeah, um, which was, what was, I think we've spoken about this, but what was that like? No, it was, it was actually all right. They had um, the head chef and owner of, Bayata in um, Barrel in New South mm-hmm. Wales, doing a special meal with all these foraged Tasmanian ingredients. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And then it was just, yeah, lots of beer. Was it James Bogues beer? Um, James Bogues, but it was also, I was drinking mostly um, Little Creatures Pale. Ah. Actually. So that's that's everything yeah. from the, uh, mm. you know, larger portfolio there. Right. Which makes sense. It was a fun day, and supposedly there was a horse race going on as well. <laughs> <laughs> but but you were the drunks that they were pleasuring. Yes. 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 Right. So we thought instead of is obviously we're not at the cup, but instead of that cup stuff, we would try something a little bit different, and we would try mixing our drinks, but not in the same way that you might make a cocktail. Um, so, and, and and this stems from a few stupid ideas, and I can't remember which ones. Was back at Subu, of course. When, when we decided to add shots of espresso to mm. um, to the modus was the black no, it was not the the, um, was the Odyssey. No, no, it was the other. Well, it wasn't the Jiffy Pirate Life, yeah. wasn't it? The the Black Lab. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Modus. Is it? Oh, yeah, it was Modus. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah. On oh, the disco is the uh, yeah. Pirate Life. Ignore me. <laughs> no, the disco is the Bolter. Is Bolter? Yes. Okay, yeah. Look at us. <laughs> Be knowledge. I'll see myself out. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, but that, that worked out very mm. well. So it was espresso mm. cooled to room temperature then mm. with the beer. That was also at room temperature. Right. And then we also added it to an awful beer. Mm. We added espresso too because we're like some... I don't know, was it? It was a pale or a lager from Spates. I was there for mo- oh, something and it was pretty bad. That was terrible. So we said, oh, let's just, this was much later on in the night when we'd all have a mm. lot to drink. Like, oh, let's <laughs> add some espresso to this. Because it seemed like the um, perfect response to a new question. And it actually worked really well. Yeah. And made it a quite a drinkable Really freaky. So this time around, we thought we'd do a combination which was something that, well, we haven't, I haven't tested it yet, but 
It was something so uh, we have our base beer is the Old Wives Ales uh, Horn Swatter, um, which is a fine, um, not quite straight down the line, line stout, but definitely a, um, um, it's, it's a solid beer. Yeah, it's um, what we definitely. wanted. We didn't want any sort of flavours in it. We just mm, wanted something mm. that was a solid stout. Exactly. And so then we've added, Paul, what have we added? We've added some uh, cold drip coffee. Used espresso beans from... These were these were Ethiopian. Ethiopian beans? Ethiopian espresso beans. Um, got them from Code Black in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Which is and it's a coffee that I've been drinking for the past few days. It's very nice as a coffee. So um, yeah, had some cold drip in the fridge. It was only brewed yesterday. That's the oh, two days ago. You were here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And then we've added uh, twenty mils. So basically, one bottle of horn sorter. So I guess that's mm-hmm. three seventy-five mil or three thirty mil. One hundred mils of the cold brew coffee. Two mils of vanilla extract. And 25 mils of um, hibiki, the no-age statement, Japanese oh. harmony. Which is probably the most extreme sort of uh, way of doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if, you, if you're going to try this at home, I suggest maybe you may have to substitute some of those things. You may not have those exact things. Well, I think the key is you know, vanilla, vanilla extracts. I guess if you're using vanilla essence, which is cheaper, you may want a bit more because mm-hmm. it's no, no, yeah. not as intense. You may want five mils of that. And whiskey, any sort of, you just don't want something too peaty. You just yeah. want sort of a clean, that's why, you know, Japanese mm-hmm. whiskey peaty, is always just good. Sort of cancel out all the other flavours that you've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have vanilla and a peaty would muscle its way Whiskey in. would go. And if you're using espresso instead of cold, cold filter, you'd probably only want maybe a shot. Just one yeah. shot of espresso would probably be yeah, enough. I think so, for one mils. bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we, so we thought, okay, let's taste it, see if mm. we need to add anything extra but um actually that combination worked really or is Mm. working really well we're drinking it right now yeah definitely get the um vanilla if you have a a sniff of it (laughs) um it's it's quite an intense sort of flavor it's just it's a sort of thing that you would go at you would like if you bought it uh, bought it when you were um out somewhere then you'd probably drink it really fast and then not want to be told what else you've done because you wouldn't the, remember. The whiskey, it sort of comes in after you. Yeah, so you yeah. drink it and you get that vanilla mm. coffee hit. And then yep. a few seconds later, the whiskey mm. kind of appears. So that that is what we're drinking right now. And I I think we're going to change up and do some other one others later on. Yes, we do have <laughs> something else to try next. But, but in the meantime, um, let's talk about other things that have been going on. Because I feel like it's been a while since we've spoken about like... The mysticism of the beer world. I mean, on the weekend we were at uh, Redwood Tasting um, Room. Tasting yes, room it's the one. Which was one of those unexpected things. In that, I feel like I'd heard about it for ages. Like people told me, yes, yes, uh, Redwood Tasting Room. And I think you told me, Ben. Yeah. So Jeff and I went there. It would have been two years ago on um, during Good Beer Week. That's when they first. They opened, first. Wasn't I think it was like a soft opening. Mm. I didn't. Yeah. I think they had a license mm. to open for a couple mm. of days mm. during that week. Um, and yeah, that was at the time they have sort of some of the Russian River, I think some of the knee deep mm, potentially. Because yeah. um, they're yeah. the importer, yes. That's correct. Um, yeah, it was really cool. And then sort of 
been saying let's go back mm. for quite a while but as we do we go <laughs> to plenty of other places yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on the list but yeah we'll get there eventually um, yeah no it was really cool but yeah lots of yeah well Almanac mm. they're the distributor for that so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. felt like you see there was more like beers in the fridge that you don't really see a lot around this area you know if you go to you know Black Arts or Carlin mm. you see it's sort of similar but uh, yeah I think because mm. they, mm. you know they're importing a lot of the other stuff like knee deep you're seeing a bit more of that yeah yeah it's fresh it's fresh if there's a triple yeah. IPA and you drunk it and you're mm. like this is right. really good and in proper fashion um as a tasting room it had you know you sat uh, um, yeah, it was stools up against barrels wasn't it yes um, <laughs> yes it's yeah. all very makeshift yeah yeah because you can't really have a tasting room without barrels no everyone knows that it's got a little potential then it'll just yeah. be a bar exactly that'd be weird <laughs> Well, I, I was I um, mentioned um, it to um, Emily from Froth um, in the future slash yesterday, <laughs> and, um, and and the first thing she said was like, "Is that open now? Is that actually open?" And it was like because she uh, she's like um, you know she'd heard about it as well, and then she'd never like uh, every time she went there it was closed or something. It's apparently down the road from her house. Do we know when it actually opened? Did we ask the uh, question? When we were, that, I think I, it was quite a while after that. Could be a week that they actually mm, opened, kicked off. Yeah, because they, because yeah, because they've been operating as a distribution mm, yeah. company mm. for a while. Right. Well, no, as I, I was going to say, knowing the rules around getting liquor licenses, it was probably either it was, it's probably easy to do, providing they don't want to be outside. Yeah, right. yeah, it just takes some time. Because that's one thing that I think we've all learnt from everywhere we've gone. So, why, why don't you guys have stuff at have yeah. like tables outside? And it's like fucking council. It's like <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, what was the was the boat rocker? Sure. Oh yes. Yeah, they. Uh, but yeah. Sure, I don't think they still have it. They wanted to set up in the car park, mm. the oh, outdoor yeah. area. But that's that's been a nightmare for them, I think. Yeah, so. which is weird because it's a middle fucking. Yeah, they were in an industrial area and they <laughs> the, want to put some seats uh, yeah, yeah. out in the car park and they're not allowed uh, to. Are they, are they worried they're going to even Temple? The, yeah. yeah it took how long it took Temple to be able to do their bit at the front? Yeah. Like, oh, we don't want residents to complain. It's like, I live across the road. I, I'm not complaining. It's like, if you need signatures from residents, I reckon I can drum up enough signatures from people that live across the road yeah. from here that want you to be able to have yeah, yeah. the outside area. But I suppose that, and that always brings up the whole, um, what, we were talking about some, uh, some, uh, somewhere else the other day where it was like, the, uh, you could see the apartments going up next door to a place and you, uh, all you thought to yourself was like, how long is that going to be before the um, yeah. residents start complaining? Well, Howler's the interesting one, isn't it? So Howler is, for those who, well, for those mm. who don't know, it's a very cool um, craft beer slash whiskey yeah. slash, they've got really cool craft spirits. Yeah. That you, you, instant, you instantly walk in there and never really feel like you're cool enough to hang around. Yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, live gigs. I've got a band room at mm-hmm. the back. You have um, to turn up on your bike and hang it up inside. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> you feel slightly cool. Not off to be there. That's where you put O bikes. Yeah. <laughs> staff rack. The staff there are actually really cool, though. They are. So it's like, yeah, looks, it looks like the kind of place where mm. you think, oh, this is going to be really like hipster and mm. wanky and I'm not going to fit in here. But then the staff are always like, you know, I've rocked up there in suits and no one gives a fuck. Like everyone's really, yeah. really nice, really good service. It's a great place. But there are apartments going up next door. And uh, if you look at the development application for the apartments and it only refers to the building next door as what it was before Howler, which I think was a um, a warehouse for mm. like wool or a wool warehouse. 
there's no reference to it having been Howler for many years now. Yeah. So and the apartments, of course, I think mm. some of the apartments are going to be backing onto directly what is yeah. now the band room. And you're like, how can this, how can they even not put in yeah. there? get away with not putting what the venue is and has been for several years. That's so frustrating. Mm. It's, a, it's such a good band room as well. Mm. You know, mm. We've lost one, you know, Brunswick East um, band room. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and then it got repl- replaced with that very least strange um, um, Brunswick East hotel. But even, yeah, with the side room where that was, that's now apartments and, you know, we're losing a lot of live music venues here. So fingers crossed it doesn't, doesn't well, go. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what happens there only just for Howler's sake that yeah. it might not you know it might be awkward I mean you look at, um, at like the Great Northern where it's essentially you know they keep on putting up um, stronger uh, stronger walls to um, keep the noise down next door yep. otherwise their beer garden would be closed up yeah it's um, it's, it's, it's a it's a crazy argument that just keeps yeah. being had over and over again yet I don't know, I guess the government and people know people who are developers mm. and people stand to make money mm. from their mm. mates so nobody really wants to change the rules. Uh, and then I'm just thinking, oh, what else has been going on? There is also... so uh, Got a bit sidetracked there. <laughs> I know, I know. But it, but it is something, as a drinker, it's something that's really important because so many, sure. of, the, so many of the places that we actually like um, you know, uh, with with all the urban development, Car- yeah, Carwin, you know, Carwin's got the outdoor yeah. area at the back now. You wonder yeah. whether, you know, obviously, they have it on mm. the side, but I don't think the noise from that would affect the neighbours no. as much. But you wonder well, what, you know, will they have to close that at seven o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> it, only ta- it only takes one complaint. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. That's the problem. And you know, you think about um, there was in the city there was that place called Shabin, and Shabin was like they had all the it was a uh, for purpose company. It was like. Um, they had African beers, I think, on there, or sourced, anyway, something like that. Um, except they had a band room at the back. That didn't close the entire thing because a band room backed onto, apparently, the uh, police training area, like the police <laughs> training thing, and they complained. Yeah. They complained to themselves? Or? I, yeah. I, I, I assume yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, it was a similar thing in Perth. There was the uh, Grosvenor Hotel in East Perth, which had to shut their band room a few years ago. And it's been a live music venue for one of Perth's oldest live mm. music venues, like almost 100 years. And then mm. apartments got built and they had to shut, had to shut it down. <laughs> and it's like, come on. <laughs> I mean, look, on less serious things, uh, they had the former tenant on a beer deluxe at the night, oh, which yes. was awesome. I haven't seen it on tap for a long time, so I was pretty excited when I turned up and it was there. No, no, and I'm obviously still upset with Modus Operandi that they haven't, after I wrote that, wrote my glowing um, love letter to the former tenant in Frost, how I didn't get any cases of former tenant arriving on my doorstep. Well, we'll, we'll mention it yeah. <laughs> next month. Yeah. <laughs> um, Modus, if you're listening, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I, did, I did actually consider as to whether, I don't know what you would add to a red IPA to make it a... Um, like turn into a cocktail because I do have a can mm. of it. Oh. Here? No. Because oh. <laughs> I didn't know what you would add. No, I think stout, stout is the obvious one mm. that lends itself to cocktails mm. because yeah. they're flavored. You don't see too many flavoured right. red IPAs. No. Um, th- those, those listening at home that have any ideas or have experimented on this, please let us know. Um, in my mind, I imagine like a red IPA which would work as an um, like the equivalent of a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we can do that. We've got the ice cream maker. <laughs> We've already got froses for later this afternoon. <laughs> 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 come back. 
so if you hadn't guessed it, we're all um, at City Lane headquarters and all the ladies have gone off to celebrate the cup in more like, I mean, we're all sitting around wearing yeah. t-shirts. We all dressed up for the occasion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Lucky I got out of my pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> we're all happy about yes. it. <laughs> so I think we should move on and get some more beer. And so right now, because, you know, this is sort of like some sort of Frankenstein or Dr. Frankenstein's but, uh, laboratory. Yeah, you got the lab going. Yeah, that, um, r- right now, Ben and I are patiently watching while um, Paul is trying to work out how the hell to... Uh, all right, we've got some sort of... Paul, what sort of coffee are we playing with right so now? So I've got a Vietnamese coffee, mm-hmm. again on the cold drip, and that literally started brewing this morning. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's on the um, drug pusher scales right here. Yep. So we've uh-huh. got the get a bottle of Hornswoggle. Now the question is how much condensed milk? And will it curdle? Yes. It won't, I don't think it'll curdle. It, it seems like milk a, in the iced ones you get in Vietnam. True. It, it, it seems like a bad game show. Will it yeah. curdle? I'm just wondering with the because it's like the beer's carbonated whether that will have any effect on it. But I don't to find out. Whoa. We're gonna start with ten mils. Yeah. That so um, I know it's a very um, it's an audio medium, but it is. I shall reckon more. That p- part of me, d- part of me, just looking at the con- condensed milk wants wants to just like slip over straw. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know I'll be, I'd be uh, bouncing off the walls by the end of it, but it's a small price to pay. <laughs> but so, what's the intent with this, Paul? Well, the Vietnamese coffee, but <laughs> basically, so for anyone that's been to Vietnam or which I haven't had a Vietnamese coffee. Mm. It's um so the coffee is actually brewed on Vietnamese coffee is properly brewed on this which nobody can see. I'm holding <laughs> up a um, Vietnamese filter that I actually bought from Vietnam when I was there earlier this year. So mm. you kind of put the coffee in and you put mm-hmm. it down and it drips through slowly. Which is quite an ornate little. Which is pretty work. cool. Yeah. But um, I found it actually tastes better if you do a cold drip. Oh, I think yeah. it's done this way traditionally, but. Mm. It done. You get a much nicer flavour if you do it. Well, traditions are for suckers. Culture, but then it's just um, a truckload, a truckload of a condensed, <laughs> condensed milk, milk and yeah, on ice. On mm. ice. So we're kind of doing. Right. I guess in theory, we should we would have mm. to put some ice in our drinks. Yeah. Well, which is usually so hot over there that you get yeah. <laughs> like having it on ice is perfect. It's, you get coffee hit, but it also cools you down. Oh, uh, that looks interesting. Okay, yeah. so the so yeah, so yeah. the. That's the sort of colour that you've got. Mm. So the drink now looks like... Um, it kind of looks like a sample. Oh. Yeah, it looks very photos nice. It looks like the Yarra River. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know do you know what it looks like? It looks like the Bridge Road beer that we got from Dan's last week. Oh, yeah. It was, wasn't quite right. Oh, what Actually, was that? Well, that's, that's a good thing to talk about. Um, what was that? That was the B2 Bomber Max 7. Well, that's that's which, perfectly. Which yeah. was... Um, that, yeah, the Max Max Seven, and they do that every year or something. Yep, yeah, yearly release. Um, Paul and I've been seeing it on, you know, um, on uh, um, sort of Facebook quite a bit. So and beers, the color, beers red beers slash red, yeah, whatever. Um, CBC, and it um, looks really, yeah, it doesn't look like what we had. <laughs> that which only it wasn't intended to look like that. I should take a photo. Um, <laughs> um, and obviously it's an audio medium so you can't see that everyone's just getting photos but I will grab a photo and we'll um, but, but, um, and while put it up on the Instagram agreed and while Paul's uh, talking about that yeah the, the Mac which yeah. was As a, in every year is, like I've had the majority of them and they've been amazing so it's, mm. it's a Belgian 
black IPA usually. Um, and yeah, we had obviously you had it mm, last mm. week as well, and it just didn't look the colour didn't look right. Mm. It's sort of a murky brown. Yeah, yeah, it, like it, was, it was it um, was mysterious, much like the era. Yeah, and it had F- a, full of rusted car holes. <laughs> also, much like <laughs> the era, found a no bike in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was weird how they got that no bike into the bottle. It was oh, no. yeah, yeah, remarkable. And now, and now I use it for a pizza cutter. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. yeah, so it just like the color didn't look right, and then it had sort of a mushroom sort of flavor to it. Yeah, so it just didn't. Like, so I think I don't know whether it'd been sitting out in the sun or, and to be honest, but it didn't give it a great rating. Mm. But then since then, I've seen it a lot on yeah beer thread and other uh, other thread of beers. Yeah, what? and it looks totally different to what we <laughs> what we had. Um, and yeah, it's getting really high ratings. So yeah. um, definitely want to try it again because uh, I don't think we got a good one. No, no, I, I feel like something went horribly wrong there. Yeah. But, um, all right, Paul has returned with his um, bucket of condensed milk and um, uh-huh. be- a beaker full of coffee, or coffee slash beer slash whatever. But I want to stick another um, I'm stick another 10 mils of this in there. Nice. It's, it's a very scientific thing going on. It was sweet. Um, it had the flavour, but it needs, it just needs um, probably probably 40 mils, to be honest, because you, you want that sweetness. Yeah, definitely. Mm. If you don't like, if you don't, if you're not a particular fan of things that are too sweet, I'd probably say the twenty is good. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to knock that up to fifty, um, forty. Sorry. Again, it does ver- it does very much feel like some sort of drug lab here right now. <laughs> um, uh, it's I've not seen Breaking Bad. I assume it's this is how it works. Yeah, yeah. We just need the yellow yellow suits on. Okay. Well, I brought mine with me. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, I mean, it's... it's Lots of stuff, you know. <laughs> but again, I'm just, despite all the um, other stuff, I'm still staring down the um, condensed milk, which hilariously just has written on the edge ingredients, milk and sugar. Not and suitable sugar. for... Not, not suitable as a complete milk drink for... Sorry, not suitable as a complete milk food for children under the age of two years. Not suited as a complete milk no. food for anybody. No, it's, it's like completely <laughs> no good for you. No, it's terrible for you. Which is why we put it in beer. But um, again, this is the Old Wives Ale's Horn Spotter beer, which we think is a great drop. Um, hello to our friends at Old Wives. Okay. All right. Um, should we actually taste these? All right. So tell me again what's in this. So it is. 100 mils of cold root Vietnamese coffee, um, Chung Nguyen Blend 4, I believe, is the exact one I used. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bottle of Hornswatter and 40 mils of um, condensed milk. All right. That smells um, delicious. Um, have people actually sipped it yet? Um, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of just sort of... Uh, I have now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really good. Oh, that's beautiful. That's much. That's very different to what I expected. To be. Yeah, um, sweetness from the from the condensed milk. It, yeah. it always doesn't taste like a beer now. It's sort of no, like, it, that's that's really interesting. It's yeah. really that alcohol is mm. completely masked. The the myth of beer cocktails or mm. the cock cock of beer myths. You get a little bit of it, but um, yeah, it's definitely the sweetness from the <laughs> condensed milk. Mm. Yeah, I think you needed it though. With with twenty with twenty mils, it was. Yeah, mm. the coffee was a lot more prevalent, and that extra twenty mils is really um no. doesn't need ice either. No, without <laughs> ice. Although it's it really is, good. It is a question of whether um you know in true style whether um Omnipolo have already made this. 
I mean, you've got the the Earl Smith, the Vietnamese coffee one, yeah. hmm. which is um, you've had it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Which is I, totally different to this. Yeah, I haven't had it yet. So, yeah, mm. this um, yeah, well, the next collaboration beer. Oh. Um, <laughs> look, in in the meantime, should we actually read a few reviews of the Hornswoggle? Yeah, um, yeah. Where's my phone? I just had these pharmacy grades just behind you. <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> to drug labs. Yeah. No. Just turn off. All right, so let's see what they say. See if anyone's right. added <laughs> other things to <laughs> Well, uh, do you think that um, the future is going to belong to... Um, um, I mean, we, we have every sort of beer imaginable these days and we have variations on it. And I think Miro posted a thing on um, one sort of thread that was like um, uh, Homer's car and it was... How do I word it? Um, it was Homer's car, and then it was like every time um, someone has a new variation on a Nipah. Are we yeah. going to start to see um, more beer cocktails? Let's see. In many ways, some of these beers actually are beer cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Know, they're like, starting with a base beer, yeah. then mixing in a bunch of other things. Mm. So you've got one for you. <laughs> Big roasted coffee flavour with nice subtle citrus taste coming through. Definitely, get, definitely get the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm just going to start with the um, fun one, which is... Um, Scotty? No, uh, Chris A at Safeway Greensboro, which is just says, okay. Well, Scotty thinks it's five-star beer. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do, Scotty. Okay. Um, and Ma- Ma- Michael Helm? Oh, the great Michael Helm. Michael Helm. Uh, I, I don't know if we're, <laughs> we're following him or he's following us. A little bit from both columns, I'd say. Mm. Not a silly, boozy... Not as... Not as illy. Not as silly, boozy, or bitter as I would like. Nice though. Three point seven five. Got Mark F, who said, "Love lovely roasted malts. Don't especially notice the hops. Assuming that's the reason for the American rag. Uh, Fairly dry. Nice. I I, I, I understood all those words. Rowing them next to each other didn't quite work. Inside joke there. Who knows? Tom M up there with my for most favourite breweries. Mm-hmm. With the all-important um, apostrophe between Y and S. So, um... <laughs> no uh, comment. Uh, this brew is a perfectly balanced stout. Bursting bursting of flavour with a great mouthfeel. Unreal. 4.25. That's a great review. We've got Susan J. Great nose, lovely dry stout, lots of dark burnt flavours. Exactly what I like in a dark beer. 3.75. Mm-hmm. It is, a, it is a quality sort of, um, it's the 3.75 to 4 sort of range. Of <laughs> the thing is, I've never had a normal version of it. So oh! <laughs> I probably should have tried a little bit before we... Uh, oh, I forget about that part. Yeah. I mean, we've only ever added it to things. <laughs> yeah, well, there's also what the um, the final, I guess you could say, cocktail mm. that we're going to be having later on tonight. Which is... Which is uh, the, the aforementioned ice, ice cream maker <laughs> has been used. We make, we've got a um, dark chocolate... Stout, um, it's almost come out like the beer. Interestingly, mm. so we've used our normal recipe for sort of a dark chocolate mm. ice cream. Uh, of course, because everyone has a normal recipe for dark chocolate but, ice cream. Um, the amount of times that I get home and then like uh, <laughs> I, I dig up my own personal recipe for dark chocolate ice cream, it's, it's a lot cheaper than um, <laughs> than buying it from the shops. But um, yeah, no, we use um sort of the Calibut um, Belgian mm. chocolate, so really high quality chocolate, and putting the beer in. The, mm. the horn swatter is actually 
change the consistency so it's actually come out more like a soft serve oh, which cool. is actually really good cause yeah. is, is that how soft serve happens anyway or all soft serves um, just have just have beer yeah, yeah. Beer. So I give them to kids <laughs> so, yeah, so, we've, yeah, so we've got a dark, irresponsibility dark chocolate stout ice cream and mm. when Lauren comes home she said she's going to make some um, Italian meringue to top it mm. with so it's basically going to be put mm. inside some crackers so it's going to be like mm. a s'mores Small. stout mm. This is, this is going to be a long day for um, Melbourne <laughs> Cup, and thankfully none of it involves horses. Um, all right, give me one more review, people. Um, Lucky F at the Gilbert Street Hotel. <laughs> Great stout, complex, good length, and dirt bitterness. I assume he means dry. Mm. He or she. Yes. Uh, four stars. Um, I have tried the original one, and I gave it three point seven five stars when I did. Um, at the terminus on the first of September, you were there. Yeah, but I was—I drank a lot by that point because <laughs> um, I hadn't—I haven't checked it in. No, you definitely had it. Yeah, I, I was there. And I think—I um, think, think three point seven five is fair because it, it's not—it's it, nothing special, but it's not trying to be anything special. No, no, it's, it's, it's why in, we've used it for all these things. It is yeah. mm. if some—if you looked up right stout in mm. a dictionary, you'd see yeah. a photo of this. And that was, uh, I think that's when we spoke to old wives, that's exactly what they said. Yeah. That's, it, we didn't intend it to be this way, but that's how it is. Like, it, it wound up being a traditional recipe. But um, gosh, I think what we've done certainly proves that there is... Um, there are limitless I think there'd be a market for some yeah. uh, for, limited for edition... Beer cocktails. Uh, ...variants. I think it's worth it. Um, old wives, you're probably listening, so um, you know what to do. Yeah, we're about you for a second collaboration, beer. Let's talk. <laughs> so... I think we should move on and um, have an unmodified beer. And we are back. And, you know, how do you top random beers or a um, ra- uh, random cocktails? You go straight to the source. What is this beer, Ben? This is the Omnipolo Selassie, yep. which is an imperial stout with Ethiopian coffee and vanilla beans. And it comes in at 11%. That's basically what we just mm. made first yeah. without the whiskey. Yeah. Mm. Should we add whiskey to it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like wasted opportunity. Uh, it's, look, I can't remember whether I've had this beer or not. Um, this was actually a gift that uh, uh, Ben, you, um, your partner, and Jeff gave me for oh, my birthday. Oh, right. Yes. But, um, and now I'm so, now in proper gift style, beer gift style. I'm slowly bringing it back to. Um, no, as to be contrasted with beer gift. Yes, beer gifts, which are whole different things, usually involving say absurd um, shots from films. But I had it when the Carwin had all the Omnipolos on tap. Carl was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. tap was mm. it? Yeah. Wow. So I had that, the uh, Noah, and all those beers on tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, um, that would have been a glorious day. Rather fantastic. It's rather fantastic now. Um, if you anyone's try it, had yeah, a sip of it. Should have had a cheese beforehand. Oh yeah, I, I washed my mouth out after that one. You know, because I'm not, I wasn't. Although the, I, I think the power of Omnipolo is strong enough to break down every wall there is. I still don't think it can break down the wall of cheesels. Right. Yeah, it can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this stuff is strong enough that it could probably take tar off the driveway. <laughs> um, d- does it taste as good as everyone might remember? Well, yeah, this is my first time, so <laughs> it's tasting. It's really, really good. good. It is one of those. I mean, 
I, definitely in Australia, we're seeing Omnipolo more and more. Yes. And then not they've clearly got a decent distributor. And did you did you guys see that Noah is in you know the best beer ever made? It's a can. Is a can. Did see that. Hoping yeah. to get some of that. Yeah. Well. And you know that means it'll hold its ground as well um, for the whole journey over here. Yep. Which is a win, whichever way you spin it. Exactly. And it is such a good beer. <laughs> It shouldn't be wasted at the end of the night. No, no, definitely <laughs> not at the end of the night. Hey, when you've had no, a who would ever do that? No, 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 no. Nobody in this table. Definitely not. Yeah, ben. definitely not. No, me, no. definitely not. Um, it's uh, although I can guess what guess this what are people actually saying about it. Yes, um, that's a good question, Chris. But, and you know, now it is the case of me so just checking mine in. Right. Then I will uh, let you know what others are saying. Right. Here we go. So we've got a. Who have we got? We've got a. You can flick past the people who are us. <laughs> I also want the EU version. <laughs> <laughs> the EU version. <laughs> what do people say about the EU version? <laughs> no, what is it? What would the difference be other than it was no, sold in the EU? The EU version gets a slightly better rating. Hmm. Surprisingly, no one that we know has had it. Oh, okay. So no. So this. So this. So this doesn't have coffee added to it. It's just. Coffee and vanilla beans. Ah. Added to it. Okay, a different beast. Yep. Um, <laughs> Mike Barb says biggin. <laughs> biggin. Right. All right, we've got uh, again. We're getting to a beer that's quite old. Not mm. old, but um, it was released a while ago for the first mm. time. So we've got a lot of people, I guess, rechecking and not writing mm. much mm. about it. Lazy bastards. A lot of it's someone's written in Chinese, I think. Yeah, it's, it's clearly out in a lot of places mm. around the world now because there's a lot of yeah. It doesn't quite feel as special now. I know. I feel yeah. like we're really uh, yeah. We're, we're late to the know. party. In fact, the party is over. <laughs> it's the exactly. after party is done. Here Best time I've got his backlog. <laughs> yeah, Aaron H. Delicious, smooth, dessert beer with pleasant hints of coffee. Is it ten pound good though? That's the question. Three point seven five. Ooh. Oh. And we've got uh, Jan William T says vanilla coffee stout woven together like strands on a magic spell, sweet and burnt and warming. Full marks. Way to uh, what a way to end the day. Okay, it's a five out of five. I was just saying they're clearly not the only ones that I'm <laughs> finished with this. <laughs> Matthew D. Um, slight coffee aroma, incredibly smooth. Hint of bitterness and vanilla at the end. Also gave it five stars. He purchased it from Maine Liquor, which I believe is in Victoria Park in Perth. Hmm. It made it all the, all the way to Perth. Someone said the bottle was infected. Belmont. Not good. Belmont, not Vic Park. That's no, not good. Both yeah, Belmont was, and I did infected. Know, yeah. There was another one that was, um, yeah, they gave it 2.5 and they just said what happened here. Sort of like what we had last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the thing, I suppose, if you're brewing your beers in... Like, I know a lot of people don't like when a beer is brewed. Mm. Say they don't like the, you know, Gusan or Brooklyn beers mm. brewed in Tasmania. But then when you are brewing in one place and transporting these beers so far around the world, yeah, it's mm. really, you really run the risk of something well, going wrong. And you can only control so much of that, um, like, supply chain, I suppose. Yep. So sooner or later, something's going to break down. You got Richard E. You gave it 4.5. Purchased at Mr. Hop. Richie. So, as we, we all know what lecker means now. Mm. Lecker. Lecker. <laughs> Vanilla coffee, and then, I don't know, Zach the Envol. So, 
Nice. Toad's Nice. Oh, I like this one. Stephen V at Cafe Zizisht. Get a 4.25. His comment is just, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's rather well done. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing else, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, people like it. Yes. People, people like get good it. ratings. What is it overall? 4 uh, point something, I four think? Four point, yeah, 4.08. Well, I guess it's the obvious questions. What do we think about this? So I gave it 4.25 when I had it at Carwin. I'm actually downgrading that to 4. And in a funny way, it's probably kind of on the basis of what we've just tried, mm. where we've had two freshly brewed mm. coffees. I think mm. it's got a coffee flavour to it, but it's not that intense. So whether it's that's because they've just let, the, mm. let it rest mm. on coffee beans rather than actually putting brewed coffee in there, yeah. or whether it's something that's declined over time... Mm. So I certainly remember it have being having quite a strong coffee hit when I had it on tap, mm. and I'm I don't know if that's the beer being different or the fact that we have had two beers that have yeah had mm. fresh coffee mm. in them, but I'm not getting that strong coffee hit now. Mm. That's still getting, fantastic. Getting the yeah, getting the vanilla, it's still a fantastic yeah. beer. But even when you compare it to like the Noah or yeah, something, yeah. the Texas Pecan Ice Cream, it's not, uh, not up Noah there with those. Like, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna say it's a four. Yeah, I'm tossing up between four and four point two five. And no, well, four point two five for me. I, I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I, I think I, I get what you mean with the, like it probably lacks a bit of the coffee mm. flavour, but for me, it still feels really well balanced and um, yeah, just easy drinking for an eleven percent. Surprisingly, oh, you can't. It hides the alcohol really yeah. well. Um, I agree that it hides the alcohol really well, but I, it to me, it's a it's a four star beer. I can't bring it to four point two five. Something yeah, just we'll give it four point. we're on standard (laughs) no there's uh, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever it's just uh, obviously I think the Noah is you know much better yeah I should check what I gave the Noah because I I did I much prefer that and it sounds like you're better 4.5 than justifies (laughs) my (laughs) 4.25 I mean it's still a quality beer and you know um, if uh, you, you drink it and you say to yourself, "How is this ten percent?" And then you or eleven percent, and then the, you try to think about that as you've had like your fourth one. But I yeah. think we were going to say, "What were we going to rate our?" Um, oh yeah, our own concoctions. Right. Well, um, I think I think that Vietnamese coffee one is a four point five. That is outstanding. Like if that <laughs> was amazing. If that if that was out in that exact mm. form in a can. Mm. One, it would screw with people's heads because mm. they'd pour it and they'd be like, this looks like chocolate milk. Mm. But then, so, you know, haz- hazy stout. Hazy stouts, maybe they're the future. Or, or, or muddy, muddy stouts. <laughs> I mean, I'd give it a 4. But it, was, it was delicious. I'd give it a 4.25 um, just because I feel like we, if we experiment a little more, we may even get it higher, better. Mm. Um, I think Darth is something 4.5. Is it, yeah, I, I do prefer to even this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Which is, crazy. Say, say, is crazy. saying a lot on me, Polo. Yeah. And then the whiskey one, I I think that probably needs more. I'd say that's probably mm. a four. Mm. And I reckon yeah. it could be a 4.25 with a bit more. I'd, I'd like to try that with a few different whiskeys. And possibly even the even the coffee blends, I think. Yeah, I'd like to try it with maybe a... Maybe a... Because um, that was an espresso bean I used. Maybe mm. I'd like to try it. Still with an Ethiopian, but maybe with a filter a filter bean. Hmm. Something with... Because it's a quiet... It was quite a floral um, 
mm. bean that I used. I'd probably like to maybe try it with a darker, a darker roast. So probably still an espresso roast, but a darker roast and a slight, mm. same sort of whiskey. I think that's the difference. I think, yeah, I think with a darker roast, it could be brought up to a 4.25. But yeah, it's, it's got me, I think it's got all of us thinking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think different things now. Yeah. That, yeah. uh, all right. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I would. I didn't enjoy the whiskey one anywhere near as much as I enjoyed the um, whatever the, the Vietnamese one was. Yeah, that was next um, yeah. uh, to, uh, to me, the uh, it was probably. I mean, three point seven five to four for me, but that was, it's just uh, just wasn't my um, cup of tea. Mm. That's fair enough. Right. Ben, yes, that's me. Oh, oh, four. Sorry, sorry. Before, <laughs> well, if you're, uh, if you're, if you're producing, four was about bang on. If you're producing me. it, you you wouldn't obviously add whiskey to it, mm. but you'd add it in whiskey barrels. Mm. Yep, as well, which would um, change things around a bit. Yeah, sure. So those listening at home, if you have tried um, like beer cocktails of this sort of nature, let us know. Let us know what you've done. Um, we'll post somewhere all of our recipes for you to um, try for yourself. And you'll need, obviously, a healthy dose of horn water, but that's that shouldn't be too difficult to find. Now, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective, and this has been our uh, cocktail slash Melbourne Cup slash not, not talking about the Melbourne Cup sort of episode. Uh, I have been Chris Shorten. Uh, with, me, with me has been Paul Christoph. See you next week, and by next week I mean yesterday. <laughs> with, with me has been Ben Wilson. Thanks for having me on. And we will talk to you all last week. Thank <laughs> you.